0: Hey, everybody, you're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, JP Bryce, and Jim Steele, brought to you by Iron Company. Today, we're discussing pre- and post-workout fueling. Uh, We'll discuss the best strategies of both for maximum muscle and strength-building results. And this is something we've got into little tidbits here and there throughout the different podcasts that we've done, but we're going to now address it specifically Talk about you know what what kind of things you should be eating or drinking before a workout and immediately after. We'll talk about the window of opportunity. You've heard us mention that before. Immediately after your workout, is it real, and so on and so forth. So, um, so guys, let's start with that. Let's start with window of opportunity. Right. Which is after a grueling workout, how much time do we give ourselves? to after a workout to either have a protein shake or a meal, or I always do it immediately after because I don't want to take any chances. Right. Yeah. So go Jimmy. Well, go, Jim, what do you think? I like
1: to go by what, you know, uh, the top protein, one of the top protein researchers Jose, and Dr. Jose Antonio says he's like, the research is sketchy, but we know that it's important so whether it's right after or four or five hours or i mean it's i've read as long as you know 10 hours or more he's like you already so so the re, but the research is definitive that you need it so why don't you just do it right afterwards you know what i'm saying instead of even even going into well should i when should i do it and all that you know you need it just start refueling right away why not so when i go to the gym you know i i i get a metrics protein shake right afterwards on my way out of the gym. I drink it, now I'm starting that recovery process with it's got 50 grams, you know.
0: You know, and you just got done with such a grueling workout. You know, it's an investment and you've done the best that you could physically do and mentally doing your workout. You've given 102% effort. Why would you even skimp on or or even delay refueling your efforts, Yeah, right? I'm doing it right after, immediately. Well, yeah, well, yeah but you weigh 280. Oh, man i went to the doctor yesterday 290 man oh. just... oh,
1: wow. it said yeah but you, know you know what man
0: <laughs> i'm i'll tell you what though that is all muscle because i'll tell oh, you it. what i've got vascular arms now i've got six right. good, pack. For you, bud. good
2: for you Two ninety. put you some like pictures up this I, what are those casts can you get them in pants you don't wear yeah. pants in, anymore.
0: in posing trunks yeah, I can get them in pants, sure, but I've learned long ago, don't do calves when you're wearing pants. <laughs> don't ever roll them up, do calves, and then try to roll them down again because it don't work. <laughs> man, a lot of people would, except, of people
2: would the, kill to have that problem. Except if you are me. <laughs> <laughs> Why, do you I, have small yeah. calves, morning? Oh, terrible, terrible. The, I think the only guy has got worse calves than me was John Gamble, the great John Gamble. Arguably, easily one of the top four, two seventy-five pound lifters right. in the in the history of the world.
1: Who had thirty-five inch thighs? Oh God, he was gigantic. <laughs> he was he
2: was he was my height, like five ten, but he made two of me. I mean, he was just so giant in his upper body and back. Uh, um, uh, eight eight eighty squat, five eighty bench press, eight forty deadlift. After right. losing like 30 pounds in a week. Uh, yes, he did. No, in a night. He did that in a night. He did that the night before he lost from...
1: I Have you done an article about him?
2: Man, I'd love to read articles. Oh, I should. Yeah, I should, and John. Because he had a good back because we Nobody ever talks about how he trained. I dude. know, I know, I know. So anyway, uh, but getting back to the point, John had this, uh, from the knees up, this guy was like Hercules incarnate. But for mm-hmm. some reason, he had like 14-inch calves. yeah. <laughs> Back, no, it didn't hold him back,
0: though. No, didn't. No, no. exactly
2: sure. Well, he was also, I uh, think I think he was going to go to the 80 Olympics as a discus thrower. Mm. Right? But they bought, that was the boycott. That was the year of the Russian boycott. But anyway, getting back to the replenishment thing, you guys get me spun off in way different directions, you know? That's right. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> again, the whole idea is uh, super compensation. All right, the, the idea is that you've just if it's a successful workout you've traumatized your body right got to have that man if it's, if you don't literally traumatize the body it's not enough impact there to force uh, hypertrophy force the adaptive response yeah okay so in response to that the body is needy right? It, it's hungry, it's starving, it's it's exhausted whatever it had going into the fight. And now it's like, okay, we we need, you know, you know, we're we're like Dresden after the firebombing, we're flattened. We need you know, we need some fuel, right? So then the question becomes okay, what what is the optimal replenishment? Optimal fuel? fuel. Yeah. All right. So Jim, what have you heard what, what, over the years? What to you is constitutes the ideal? We'll talk about, okay, maybe we should talk about the, let's talk, finish on the duration, then we'll shift to the content. On the duration, I've heard everything from 30 minutes to like you said, four hours. You know, right. I don't think anybody really knows. I think it's like when somebody makes a flat statement, like, well, you can't digest more than 30 grams of protein that is sitting. That doesn't take into account whether you're a 110-pound gymnast or a 400-pound power lifter Come on, right. man! Don't tell me that the no. 400-pound guy can't digest more protein than Mary Lou Retton. Hey, remember her?
0: I do, I man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. She was good. She was. Good. Um, she, was uh, some, some, she was from something. Maryland, right? Wasn't? No, that West Virginia, West Virginia, Virginia man. West oh Virginia. yeah, West Virginia. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. any, a, a, anyway, in terms of the duration, I don't think anybody specifically n- knows. Right. right. Uh, uh, me, I believe in it, right? Smart profit th- I think it makes sense. You've just right. crushed, crushed yourself. Let's fuel up. But then I the question two, becomes you – know, Two, two yeah.
1: things there. Uh, number one, are you guys hungry after a hard workout? No no not
2: at all not, right? not for food not for right? I'm not like, and so although although on the other hand i will say that you can condition yourself to do that i remember there was a time that if we <laughs> if we trained on saturdays uh we would all go to a local buffet yeah but i tell you by the time we got there by the time everybody was finished training, everybody got in the cars, everybody drove over to the place, everybody got out of the cars, everybody walked in, got right. in the line. But it's probably an hour. Right. That's when it starts to kick in. That journey, And then, then it's like, oh, my God. And then you, you see it and you smell it and you're famished. And it's like, yeah, give me I'm going to have four slices of that meatloaf. Was that uh, at the at a. the strip Uh, mall in laurel yeah no uh well there's one in laurel there was um the cafeteria uh, red red, well there was also red hot and blue that's where we would go Uh the the barbecue place
0: yeah yeah now now, see if that's me and we're going to eat somewhere after and it's going to be about an hour i'm probably going to down like two big scoops of uh pure whey protein to instantly absorb and feed those muscles and then when I go to the buffet, as you guys say, uh, that's when I'm gonna really uh, down the whatever I'm having. You know, if 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 I'm a power lifter, I guess I'm eating everything in sight, probably about five thousand calories. But uh, I gotta have something right away.
2: Well, for you, I guess what a rack of ribs.
0: Half a can? Why? Why not? <laughs> why not?
2: <laughs> hey, really, the <laughs> rack of ribs is nothing that a a real man can't handle. You know. It's no big deal. Uh, so, 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 so just, just talk about that. Go back to your, uh, what, what, what's your fuel, Jim?
1: Afterwards, I, I usually have a metric shake. Uh, the other day I had- All right, well,
2: let's break that down. Let's I, just, 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 bing, just skim over it. What are we looking for in terms of nutrient, micronutrient, what's optimal?
1: Well, I think, so in the past, people were saying, Make sure you have like a simple sugar with with your protein. Ah, why? Then they found uh, 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 out. Why your body absorbs it faster? Uh, uh, Also, right uh, into uh, into, replaces the glycogen and now starts to rebuild the muscle.
2: Uh, Also, they're looking for a purposeful insulin response. Right,
1: and and you know, yeah, and. I, I believe after one of those, t- you can almost eat whatever you, that time you're not going to get fat. Your body ah,
2: wants to suck right. up those nutrients. Right? That's right. Yeah, again, w- what's the phrase spillover? Mm-hmm. There's that critical point where before a short period of time, it's almost as if the body has forgotten how to make body fat. Yeah. Right. It can make muscle or it'll pass it, you know, get rid of it, uh, piss it out or, you know, excrete it. Right. Or make muscle with it, but it won't make fat. But if you if you stay too long, or if you miss the window, then yeah, the body really does know how to make fat, and then you get fat. Yeah, right. But I, I, yeah, that's a, interesting. But it's it's almost like the harder you work out, the deeper the super compensation. And the more you can, the more nutrients you can absorb. Uh, also, there um, we first were hearing. You know, I worked for Weeder back in the '80s, and yeah. Jimmy Wright, my my Arkansas buddy, was uh, Jim was the um, doctor, Doctor Jim Wright. He was the uh, head science guy for Flex magazine for since Flex was invented, and he used to tell me that if you took the nutrients in when the window was open that nutrients got mm, taken up and digested and distributed at uh, three times the normal rate yeah in terms of speed yeah so that was another another factor that that he pointed out he suggested roughly a half and half ratio between protein and carb
0: okay now he was saying that back in the 90s
2: back in the 80s baby
0: Back in the 80s, no, nobody's you know, talking about it. Back no, then. no, we were on the
2: front, we were all on the front edge of that. But the bodybuilders are always the science, science always lags 10 years yep. behind the bodybuilders. They're doing the it. bodybuilders are always on the front edge. And it's like, you know, what. what is also, I mean, you know, we've written articles on this, Jim. You love the articles when I talk about what Marvin and Reg and those guys used to do yeah. after a crushing workout. Yeah, go to the diner, go to the diner. And stuff your face. Uh, It was reported in uh, the old (laughs) British Strength magazine that that one time Reg Park ate
0: twenty-six veal cutlets in one sitting. That is your best article ever. I'm telling you, that is such a huge article. (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, but that's yeah. I mean, that's and you know you've they've just
2: destroyed themselves. Now this was these were guys at the top of their game and these are three, <laughs> three and a half and four hour workouts. Yeah. Right. And so then they'd you know, stuff their faces with, and, and, but they ate good food. You know, they, they, their starch would be like, you know, real mashed potatoes, you know, right. nothing out of a can or nothing refined and they'd get the green beans and yep. the meatloaf. meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf had to have gravy on it. So what? No one knew anything back in the 50s about sugar and all that stuff, you know, And they'd have some some pie for dessert and go lay on the beach and take a nap. Beautiful. Perfect. That's the growth cycle. And I think, you know, because of the
1: quality, you know, Marty made a good point in that article was that everything was, was local back then. And organic shipping of stuff that's out of season. It was local. It was the farmers, the local farmers, local slaughterhouses, whatever. And, you know, I think that contributes to, that's organic food, that contributes to you not getting fat where, you know, other than, you know, like, you know, instead of going and having some crappy, you don't know where it came from food. Your body reacts differently, I think, to that stuff.
2: Well, of course it does. We were were designed to run on pure fuel. Yeah. Very pure fuel. We're like, uh, you know, dragsters, they have to run on nitromethane. Mm. right? And that's, that's what the human body is meant to run on. The human body is meant to run on protein, fat, and fiber carbs with a little bit of starch thrown in, okay? Mm-hmm. But those are the, those are the, anything else is, becomes undigested sugar. Anything other than protein, fiber, and fat. Once the body digests it, it turns it into sugar. So, uh, getting back to the replenishment, the length of the window varies. I would certainly, I'm, uh, I'm with Jim, I, I like the powder stuff, because it's so easy. I mean, come on, man, you put a, <clears throat> we used to, um, I, I train at home now, but when we train at the commercial establishment, you just throw, I throw like a double serving of Perillos 50-50 plus powder in the bottom of a Tupperware shaker, dry. Then when the workout's winding down, not even when it's over, when it's winding down, I've walked to the water fountain, fill it up with cold water, shake it up, drink <laughs> it. And I, I found that if I if I hit it actually like three quarters through the workout, it helped forestall those end of workout energy nose dives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever noticed how all the exercises at the end of the session suffer?
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: I found that if I took my replenishment shake, not... Thirty minutes after it was over, but but three quarters of the way through the workout yeah. really helped uh, help my energy.
1: See, now everybody talks about intra and that intra nutrition. That's what you were doing. You they just didn't have a label on it.
2: You yeah, know,
1: pre, intra post. Yeah, that's right, JP. That's what everybody.
2: Oh, Eddie Cone yeah. will get you laughing on that. He talks about all the stuff that we used to talk about. He says, "Oh, they don't call it that." Now they call it this. Right. Right. And it's it's the same thing, but it has this really cool scientific academic phrase yeah. like, oh, it's a double crossover rear crossface chicken wing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and doesn't it just make more sense post-workout to have to down something that's just yes. easily absorbable yes. yep. rather yes. than yeah like doing that or uh, or eating like a uh, tuna fish sandwich i you know uh, have that for later uh so you gotta you gotta, you gotta make that you gotta you gotta make that you know what i mean uh, energy it, yeah. i'm just saying you yeah Right. But you got to have just something that absorbs, that just gets sucked in because. Well, why, that's what not? Your body's why not? Do why not? What better, than
2: a, what better than a liquid? I mean, that's another thing that you should take into account, actually, is that if you do have a food meal as a post workout replenishment, you have to take into account that it's going to take a while for the body to break that food down. It, exactly. So exactly. if, you, if you wait two hours to have your replenishment food meal, it might be four hours before that stuff gets you. So, I, I don't know how long it takes. Long so it wait, take here's a question. I
0: don't know. Here, here's a question. So you have your replenishment shake, your smart bomb, as you call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have that immediately after your workout. How long should you wait until you have an actual meal? Does it matter? Maybe you wait two. This is what I would do. I would just wait another two hours and probably eat something at that point.
2: I would have figured you would have waited about 15 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, hour and a half to two hours is when I start to get hungry. So, yeah.
2: Well, it, it depends on where, are, are, are you on a lean muscle mass building regimen or are you on a body fat reduction regimen? If i right, currently I am on a body fat reduction regimen. So, you know what I have after my replenishment shake? What? Mm. Nothing. Nothing, nothing for how long? Oh, I eat my my first meal of the day at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, trained? but Marty, you're in a whole yeah, different phase of life though. Oh God, here we go. You wouldn't have done that back in the day, though. <clears throat> I would have if I would have been looking about getting ripped. Yeah, maybe and this, I did but... also. Also, I did not know Ori Hoffmeckler back then. See, the, you see, you you have no idea what the whole inter- intermittent fasting that to you is like satanic. <laughs> you're exactly right I'm not doing that <laughs> that's like devil worship for you
1: <laughs> now JP when you go longer than uh, two hours without eating do you feel like your blood sugar really drops
2: He faints
0: see and I have to be careful because I'm hypoglycemic but it, it, you know when it affects me is early in the morning if I drink coffee that tends to bring it on if I don't have much of anything in my stomach the rest of the day I'm usually okay So throughout the day, no, I don't really have to eat every two or three hours. I just do as a habit in knowing that, hey, I got to, you know, refuel, refuel, Um, you know, I have to keep on my schedule. Yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd have any problem with that. If I were to go to like four or five hours. What is that like chicken and rice? yeah you know through the day I'm eating like chicken and rice so last night for dinner, I had salmon and, and brown rice yeah. Excuse uh, me. yeah that's good That's good I, I have shakes throughout the day. I have these perillo shakes through the You're day. Good man. I have uh, you know in in the morning for breakfast I have uh, I have oatmeal with uh, some protein powder and some berries. damn, you know stuff like that. no i'm I'm eating good. and what about uh,
1: alcohol? you' not having any
0: alcohol? You know, once in a while we do on the weekends, and you know, I'll have maybe three or four beers. That's about it. <laughs> you know, I try to limit that. Yeah. Okay. All those carbs because I like the the dark beers, the high alcohol beers. Yeah. Those are the ones I like. I don't know how many calories they have each. It's got to be probably a couple hundred or so. Yeah. You know. Interesting. So, which all turns to sugar. So, I try to limit that, but. Get back to your your post-workout uh, smart bomb. You started off, you take a metric shake, right? I love metrics. Does it still taste as good as it used to back in the beginning?
1: Nah, it's a little watery.
2: How does it, uh, it taste with Coors Light? How does it taste with Coors Light? Yeah, I know. I I know. Let's, to, let's do it spin-off. Let's do it spin-off. <laughs> that so, but but but, but that, that, I thought the original metrics was it the was, most delicious, delicious it's, it's, tasting. Yeah. Like I had ever tasted, and yeah, I, I couldn't that afford was it. Genius on their part to make it taste that good, but it was yeah. loaded. With, it was loaded with sugar. So yeah. this is
1: this is a metrics mostly protein. I think it only has like five grams of sugar. So mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty fast moving, and uh, it's it's okay. It's it's definitely not a meal replacement like the old metrics was, but they've branched off into other stuff now.
2: Perillo's is good. Good. It's I think it's twenty-one protein. Nineteen carbs. A horse, maybe.
0: Maybe if you're only doing one scoop. <laughs>
2: oh no, no, no! I, I
0: do a double. I do
2: I do a double serving, right? right? So that's yeah. uh, forty-two and twenty. Uh, forty-two and thirty-eight. Yeah. Uh, what, what John says is that the ideal, and he has done a lot of a lot of research. Um, John Perillo, is that. Um, the ideal replenishment is 50 50 balance between quality protein and slow release carb uh he's not looking so much for the insulin spike he thinks that you're going to get that when you go back to your regular food anyway so he avoids that when he's when he's doing uh, the replenishment but uh what he does do is also in john's uh powder i think it's only like one gram of sugar and, and they don't hide it uh, you know one of the tricks is that they hide it under uh, high fructose corn syrup yeah. mm-hmm. on the nutrients so you got to be aware of that so so I, yeah the, I, I like john's <coughs> john's uh concoction also he has what is the flavor that's delicious orange cream yeah it's very addictive
1: when you were uh, when you were with Weeder, what were those guys doing? Now that was in when 90? they weren't
2: they weren't doing the Weeder stuff. I can tell you that because right. uh, it was loaded with sugar. I mean, man, that was the thing. The Weeder, all the Weeder. Anyway, we should not. not.
0: That was it. cake mix in a can, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much,
2: pretty much. But everybody, everybody was doing it. They didn't even they didn't even put sugar on the. Uh, Listed list of nutrients on the back at the time it yeah. was so backwards uh we i reviewed a, a metrics bar a 66 gram metrics bar had it had more grams of sugar than a snickers bar yeah wow uh, and the snickers bar had a pretty good protein content i think a snickers bar had like 18 grams of protein because of the nuts and,
1: and the fat and it was
2: slow down and yes broke. yes yes, yes. So, and i i did this Scathing article in Muscle and Fitness about how, hey, how about when a head to head comparison, the Snicker bar won out over the Metrex bar. So they pulled the Metrex bar off the market. But also, and it tasted horrible. (laughs) It's one thing to use a lot of sugar, but please at least make it tasteful. Right. You have to find a bar that tastes real good. A bar, I think, can be a good post workout replenishment, right? right? You know, I think a, a bar isn't it? like on the way home to chew, chew one of these sports nutrition bars, if, yeah. just make sure it's not
0: loaded up with sugar. Uh, from, yeah, that's the thing I,
2: that I try to stay away from.
0: Is there, is there any information that we know of that says, <clears throat> all right, so throughout the day you're trying to usually eat a certain amount of grams of protein per meal post-workout immediately after your workout, should we, eat twice that amount like say each meal is 40 or 50 grams today. the day should we try to eat uh, you know consume 100 grams of protein immediately after the workout does it matter maybe for somebody your size it
2: depends on your size and it depends on your your how how far into the game are you it's, I, a, it's I, a heck it's a heck of a heck of a lot difference for a guy with you know a a five foot nine 180 pound guy with a 20% body fat under his belt, who's tr- training hard and trying to improve his post-workout replenishment would be much, much less than a guy like steel, right? He wouldn't need it. He wouldn't need that much. There's no sense in, in giving him 50 grams of protein post-workout.
0: Right, right. But I, I'm just saying, generally speaking, according to your, depends your on body your side, type and depends all that. On your size. It depends right. on your size and your experience. And I don't know if there's any research out there that, like we said, this is kind of like unknown stuff, but why take a chance? I mean, I'm doing it immediately after I'm doing a, an easily absorbable protein source, like Pure Whey, and I'm doing probably about twice the amount of protein just in case. You know, why put in all that effort in the gym and half-ass when you're done? You're not going
1: you yeah, to right. get fat from that, so why not? Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Yeah, and if you're training hard, that's the
2: caveat to everything. We everything we say is based on the assumption that the yes. people who are listening to it are training hard. Yeah. If you're yeah, not, good. if you're yeah. not training hard, there's no need for replenishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, if you're doing 70% workouts or talking to your neighbor as you're training, you know, having a good time, then forget that you don't need to stop off at the at the bar and get a smoothie. <clears throat> it's going to do nothing but make you fatter than you already, no doubt
1: are. I mean, we've known plenty of people who who want to know, hey, what's, this, what's the secret? Uh, hey, what's this? Hard work, dude, get under the squat bar, yeah. you know, and don't worry about your post-workout until you, you know, really bust your butt under that squat bar there's
0: no secrets just don't worry about the pre-workout either if you're just going to talk Oh, I know, you man. Know? Chat <laughs> with your neighbor. How do the Redskins going to do
2: this week?
1: <laughs> hey, my gym's pretty cool. When you walk in, they have little shots of
2: pre-workout
1: you can buy. Oh, buy. cool.
2: Yeah. So let's shift to pre-workout because that's something I am a little less schooled on. What are the little shots that they give you when you come in the door for pre-workout? What's the latest? Well, you can't
1: have a Fedrin anymore, so it's it's usually some type of. Uh, it's got definitely got caffeine in it. And they'll have, uh, what's the thing in, in grape uh, grapefruit? I forgot what it's, citrulline? Is that what it's called? Citrulline. And then they'll have uh, beta alanine, which I don't like, because I don't like that it makes your head crawl. You ever taken that, JP?
0: I, I don't think so.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, that's what they all have in it now. So what happened was, once they outlawed ephedrine, everybody had to try to come up with something that was close, and there's nothing out there.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, like that. It's not a nutritional thing, though, Marty. It's just really just uh, to get your heart
2: rate going. That's what many things,
0: many fins, remember? Well, of course. Uh, okay. I
2: know for a fact that a lot of the top pro bodybuilders of the 90s <coughs> would have a pre workout meal. Yeah, something fast moving. Uh, I'll bring up a a friend of yours, Kevin Lebroni. Yeah, there's a good video on Kevin where he's shown, and um, he's at, at he's at his apartment or his house, I guess, and he's with the training partner, and they're in the kitchen, and he's ladling out plain spaghetti noodles yeah. to his to his training partner, and then he puts a big pile on his plate, and he says, "Eat up, you're going to need it." Now, what he's referring to is how much glycogen. Is going to be exhausted in the three-hour session that they're going to take after they eat that food and drive to the gym.
1: Yeah,
2: right. So he's preloading in anticipation of the exhaustion that's about to happen. Uh, who else? There. Oh, uh, Porter Cottrell. He was. We did an article on him where he talked about that too. Uh, Perilla talks about preloading with. Um, amino acid, yeah. branch chain aminos. Yeah, I remember Zane used to do that too. Yeah, and uh, take a take a bunch of those, because again, uh, what what is gonna be decimated during the workout? Your amino acid content, which is muscle, your glycogen, which is your carbs. So uh, the thought was, if, if I suffuse, if, if I load up on the front end of the workout, Will I be able to work out longer and harder? And if you're a bodybuilder, will my pumps last deeper into the workout?
1: I think it takes longer. I mean, it depends on how early Kevin was doing that. But I think that stuff is still digesting. If they're like, you know, 30 minutes into going to the gym, I think it's more like the night before. Now, I would I would be big time into loading the night before if I was... Having a heavy leg workout, you know, like say 10, 11 o'clock in the morning the next day, and then something light with like a oatmeal or a pro, you know oatmeal with protein powder before the before wow. the session. But
0: mm-hmm. but how long can you actually feel that energy benefit from carbo loading like that? I know runners do this before a, a big race. The, the yeah, next they do. Day and they? All that. I have, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but I mean, I I've heard that uh, consuming carbohydrates is is you know the benefit energy wise is kind of limited. So I mean, are you getting 20 good minutes out of that and then it subsides and starts going down or I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, <coughs> I, you know, if
1: Kevin was using some olive oil, then obviously it's gonna it last a little longer, that kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
2: But I think that's let's assume he was
1: right. Yeah, then it's gonna last a little slow down the absorption, just like if you had fiber fiber with it. That's why oatmeal is not a bad thing. You know? I know a
2: lot of the a lot of the bodybuilders that were under contract to weeder use john perillo's particularly his pro Carb, mm-hmm. which is a pure carbohydrate maltodextrin carbohydrate powder and they were using that to preload right well i can because, see that now, now it's right in there be, yeah because it's uh liquefied digested yeah so and i can't remember there was a lead time on it i don't know if you took it 45 minutes or an hour before you could time it uh, all right. I, yeah, well, they, they, had it, they had it down pretty well.
0: Will they also do that like mid workout to kind of refuel, like if, if they're doing or two or kind of, three hour workouts?
2: Yeah,
1: people are now. I mean, it, whether it's just drinking the aminos, which I do, or, you know, having an actual fast-moving shake, like, they'll do uh, that in your workout. You know, I just really don't want to think about all that stuff all the time, but uh, right. I mean, a lot of people do it. You know, I, I was going to go back to this. You know, when I was powerlifting, I liked to be a little full. When I was training, oh yeah, for your squat, I wanted my belly to feel big and oh yeah, my thighs a little bit.
0: So you could, so you could bounce off of it. Yeah, I (laughs) like that feeling. Spring up from the bottom. Yeah, yes, sir.
1: That was (laughs) (laughs) back running around or doing anything like that. No, you know, you kickbox. I I was back in the lasagna for breakfast days, and you like that feeling. now. (laughs) now I'm pushing against my belt without even trying.
2: Thick and full. Yeah love that love that powerful feeling yeah. then, the, then the minute we were finished then the minute mark and i were finished his what uh i don't know eight sets of singles in the squat oh no let's pick deadlift day because we get out super early because it's deadlift session for mark and thursday would start at four o'clock he used single reps to work up to a single rep then we go down to chinatown to a chinese restaurant we spent more
0: time eating Chinese food than we spent training. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I it guess fabulous. I guess for the power lifter that's performing a limited amount of sets and very low reps, you know, like Jim said, feeling a little bit full when you go in is is okay. But if on the bodybuilding side, doing the the, the higher reps, more sets, longer workout, that's gonna make you feel sick. That's why we don't do bodybuilding. <laughs> exactly. We want to eat. That's why
2: Jim suffers so badly when he does it, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, he's even having pain in his voice just even talking about it now. <laughs> Listen to him. <laughs> so let me br- let me bring it up, Jim. Tell us about your bodybuilding diet and the depths of starvation <laughs> that you have to go yeah. to. Yeah. it's horrific, right? Now, when you are starved out, though, don't you immediately notice when you add in fuel?
1: I can add a peanut and tell. Uh, me the- uh, I can add in anything and tell the difference. It's uh, amazing. And then the rest of the year, you're like, oh, I'll have a couple of chips. I'll have a couple of pretzels. I, you I'll have the rest of the this.
2: I'll have the rest of this cheesecake.
1: Yeah. And if I did that, I could tell right away, man, right away. It's amazing when you get in tune and you're eating the same things all the time, how you can tell the difference. Any, any bit of extra sodium, a little yeah. less, and you can tell, you can tell.
2: But, but, but it's because you're on that edge of starvation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No. Well, <laughs> most most can't reside there.
1: Yeah. Well, if I just started earlier, I probably wouldn't have to do that so so long. But you know, I don't they, have
2: much, don't you, have much you, patience. You, you invoke that state for months. JP might be able to invoke it till lunch. <laughs> you know what Pavel used to
1: say? He'd say, uh, "Man, if you're eating every two hours, every three hours, and you get caught in a situation like your article alone, Marty." You get caught in that situation, you're toast. Your blood sugar will be all over the
0: place. That's well, what I was, just, you just, know what. J-
2: j- don't ever get caught in that situation, right, Jake? That
0: is that is exactly right. Because if you guys watch any of the survival shows, and a bodybuilder or a weightlifter goes on mad, nah, they're they're there, man, they're the ones that fall out they're, the quickest. They're
2: they're gone. <laughs> I tell you, the the women are doing great. They are really, I mean, they're blowing my mind. They have all these yeah. husky, husky, sturdy dudes come on and and. The women come on and they're they're like peaceful hippie earth mothers they're going to get along with the land and you know and they cry when they snare their bunnies you know it's just, it's well, just they're still eating it but, <laughs> but, they, but they're and they're lasting yes. oh they make it all the way to the end they have that anyway, motherly
0: instinct that pain tolerance to just keep it's going. yes yes stamina. yes
2: yes yes and it's a yeah. tot- it's a totally junk it's a total juxtaposition how the guys who win do it and they alpha it out and they overcome and they overpower you know all all the way that we would do it right and the women just flow and relax and you know and it's just but not to get on that but i'm just saying that replenishment what when you're in that but when you're doing serious bodybuilding and you're in that state pre and post means something yeah because you're not taking in a lot of calories the rest of the time anyway. And when you're and and you're still hitting a hard workout, you still are expected to train hard. It's not like, oh, I'm training for a bodybuilding competition. I can train at 60% because I'm weak, right, Jim? Right. I mean, you gotta you gotta give it all you got. Yep. And then some, even in your weakened state, that's the whole game. It's that that you you have to step up even though you're weak. That's where the gains are right
0: there's a there's another question i want to ask about pre uh fueling so uh-huh. we talked about carbs and pasta and different things is there any need for for protein pre-workout like i don't know a whey protein or something like that to carry what? you through Does oh, it well matter? we just we just talked about the branch
2: chain aminos which that is a broken down form of protein
0: right so do that <laughs> well i mean
2: i, I no I'm, I'm no no i am not advocating any of this stuff i'm just sharing with you different top level guys that i've known that have you used these tactics i've known a lot of guys uh, uh Perla puts out a branch chain amino called muscle amino that was flying off the shelves right again because it's amino brand chain aminos there was a time remember when branch chains were so hip jim yep Oh my God! You know it was like every there was a, a supplement of every six months. No, nothing matched creatine. Creatine was the all-time. Oh yeah, that but was do the you guys remember, monster.
0: Do you guys remember amino fuel? And you get it in the yeah. little bottle and yeah, you drink it. It was, it it was went like lab. a yeah, it was like a syrup or something. It laughs. was like a, if I remember, it was like a yellow or an amber syrup and you drink it and it was nasty. And I think you take like a spoon of it before you worked out or something. Uh, but, uh,
1: all of us deserve a lot of credit for drinking and eating that stuff. All that stuff tasted like ass. It was, oh, and we just ate it. And I remember running to the bus stop. Every <laughs> Peter, <laughs> dynamic muscle builder, because Mike Mentzer was doing the OK sign in the advertisement. And yeah, wrote, that's right veiny and, and I was like you know oh, what he was
2: you man. know what he was, you know what he was holding, doing okay? Jimmy you know what he's Randy. doing okay too he's doing okay to the money <laughs>
1: that's right I'd be holding the pro, I'd be puking it up as I ran to the bus stop in the morning I'd be late oh my god I want not do it again you know
2: oh uh, yeah
0: yeah. Uh, protein from the sea by Bob Hoffman. I mean, is there anything you wouldn't have done, and this goes for all this to, to to build some muscle and gain some strength? I mean, I don't think anything was off the table, just about. No, you just want it
1: so bad. You know, you're, you're not yeah. smart enough.
0: Plus, you got obsession. More, the, only,
1: the only one of us that had decent coaching was Marty. I had to do all that shit stuff, excuse me, from the magazines and from – Hey, the big guy in the gym, you know, how do you you get your arms so big, man? You know, Um, you know, so you would do anything because you didn't know any better. I mean, I was one week I was doing heavy duty. The next week I was doing uh, plats, The next week I was doing 20 sets of body part. You know, I learned a lot that way. But man, you make a lot of mistakes,
2: you know. Yeah, you do. Uh, But it is is a journey of self-discovery. No question.
0: And and it's a fun journey it. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we're busting our ass eating all these, you know, horrible supplements and all this stuff. But it was thrilling. It was the best time of our life. You know. Right, can I name my? I have two all-time horrible ones. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Um, I think number one is brewer's yeast. Yeah. Were you guys? You're you're probably too young. There was no, a, that was before us. There was, the us, man. The there, the was a, there was a time. There was a time when there was a brewer's yeast craze. Yeah. Well, Macallum used to talk about it. Was that well, somebody, and, and it, you had to have it, it was magical, and it wouldn't mix with anything. You, you couldn't mix it with orange ah, juice. Like wheat
1: germ, Marty, like wheat oh, oh
2: well, No, except it tasted horrible. The wheat germ was okay. The wheat germ tasted like nectar. That was good. I put that in my shakes. Yeah, I didn't have yeah. a problem with wheat germ, but the, the brewer's yeast was terrible. Yeah. Um, I think uh, probably Bob Hoffman's protein from the sea, which was made with uh, bluefish heads from the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, yeah. I think that was probably number one with a bullet. This uh, is the all time. most. Sean Perillo, John still speaks of it to this day as the single most putrid thing he's ever put in his mouth.
0: Yeah. Did it just stink horribly too? Uh,
2: well... You know, it depended how bad you wanted it.
0: <laughs> you had to hold your nose and, and drink it. Well, you'd already paid for it. You'd get a running start and down it. But there was you'd something already, about you'd already paid penny. your three ninety five. You couldn't waste it at that. No way. Well, you, had, you,
1: had, to, you had to drink it. And there was something about the worse it tastes, the more you thought it would do for you. Yeah,
2: there's you a know? definite placebo with all that. So well, it had to be because it, none yeah. of it. You know, all the protein back then was soy. All soy. All soy. Oh. Man.
0: All, all of it. You guys were all those, running around with uh, back then. Uh, all, the, <laughs> all
2: the canisters of Hoffman's uh, weight gain that we went through, and it was all soy and sugar. Sugar, so
0: yeah. Marty was up to a C cup at one time back
2: then. <laughs> uh, uh, I tell with you what, we, soy. <laughs> we gained. We gained. Uh, we believe in Yeah, in, in it. the
0: wrong places.
2: We, be- we- okay. Do you want to keep? You want me to turn it over to you for a <laughs> while? You Are you, is it good? It's all right. Oh, you drink it a little early. Uh, Matt, continue. Yeah, go ahead. All right, thank you. Uh, we believed in it, and because we believed in it, it helped. Uh, also, the the nutrients that you took. If you took eight glasses a day of Crash Weight Gaining Formula Number Seven. Yeah. Well, you got the eight glasses of milk too, uh-huh. right? So, so much of what was attributable to the powders was actually really yeah. to, the, to, the, to the continuous ingestion of milk, milk, milk. That wasn't, it wasn't eight times a day. It might've been four times a day. I think you had, you'd mix up a big container in the morning and then you'd have four, four glasses throughout the day. And but what you were really getting was the benefit of drinking the milk, the whole milk with the fat, with the protein, because the the actual supplements were anemic. <clears throat> right.
0: Yeah. I think um, I think the some of it, too. A lot of it was, look, they knew a lot of kids, a lot of, you know, probably teenage boys were going to buy this supplement. Never did anything before anything they do in the beginning is just going right. to, you know. Blast them up, and they're going to gain weight like crazy, yeah. and all that. And the added calories, sure, that's going to help. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. they took this stuff and thought it was magical. But uh I think just the placebo effect with the stuff that we used to take back then it made you train harder because you just knew, you just knew. <laughs> you, know, you paid your five, ten bucks, whatever the supplement yeah. cost. It was just going to work like hell, and you had to really train hard and and uh, not take any chances and really make that stuff work. But um, did you guys nope. do the desiccated liver. I did the desiccated liver. Yeah, I, didn't, I did. It was I didn't by find pills too. By bad. Schiff. By Schiff. Remember, Schiff made the huge, uh, the huge. It was like 500 tabs of that stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, they would recommend you had to take 100 a day or something, man. You well, were I, like-
2: that's what Arnold. That's what Arnold took. What if Arnold did? took it, that's what. That's how many you should take.
1: Well, they did the one study with the rats. The w- rats. In a pool of water, and the one who took desiccated liver lasted a lot longer. And the other one, well, there you go. so that was what everybody <laughs> talked about. That one study, you know.
0: But what didn't that turn out to be toxic or something? I, don't think. Uh, I think it's defatted. Actually, <clears throat> I don't know. The yeah. liver is like a filter, so that can't be good to eat, is it? Oh, it's all right. I mean, actually. yeah.
2: Stay off booze. Your liver will be all right. All right. So, uh, Jimmy, you're old enough to remember Dr. Jeff Everson. Of course. Jeff left us within the past couple of years. Jeff was great. So one time, a famous bodybuilding guru, you might recognize Jim, recommended that, oh no, he didn't recommend it. He said that the top bodybuilders in the West Coast were eating 10,000 calories a day and getting fantastic results when pairing that with growth hormone, mm. right? Growth hormone and 10,000 calories a day. So Jeff had the best response. He said, well, why don't you just eat the 10,000 calories a day and forget the growth? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. right, right. It, it, it really is that simple. There, there's an anabolic power with regular food. If yeah. it's harnessed correctly, used correctly. And you can you can pre you don't have to buy powder to pre and post supplement. Yeah. If you're if you're pinched out and it's like I don't have any money to buy, you know, post fine. Uh, you can do it with regular food. But you gotta plan for it. Yeah. And I think it's important. You guys tracking or what? It seems like everybody's falling are yeah, here. Yeah. All right, well, just pitch in. Yeah, no, we're, we're fascinated.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I've had people I've trained for bodybuilding shows and I used, and they were on super low carb diets. And what I would do is I'd give them 50 to 75 grams of carbs, like white rice, before the workout and then 50 uh. to 75 grams of white rice after the workout and you're working them yeah and that that way they have enough energy to get through the workout and mentally it's like oh okay well I feel a little energy from this also you know I'm not you know just eat coming off of fish and and water you know and then post-workout if if they see the problem with the the post-workout shake with some people is in and out so fast it doesn't do anything it's it's in and out of your stomach you know it's it's not satisfying at all so if you added Uh, that little bit of rice and then so i like protein it felt a little bit more more satisfied
2: if 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 food is really important to you you know what i mean like like you're you're hard dieting no man i'd rather eat the food than drink the shake that's right Uh, i want that mouth feel right right and it just stays in your
1: stomach just a little longer just Ah, i love it yeah better feeling
2: but that's a, that's in a hard dieting status. I think if you're normal or if you're lean, muscle mass intended, then then I think that you know the powdered way. If again, it's just assuming that, that you, you it's within your abilities and you have it. Uh, if you can't um, look to you know to, in terms of how much per pound body weight. I don't know. I'm a 200 pound guy. <clears throat> I take in, I, I try to take in 40, 40 to 50 grams in my post- For me, post, In protein. No, 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 no. This is my post-workout replenishment shake. Right. I take in yeah. 50 grams of protein, probably the same in carb. Although a lot of times I'll, I'll not take in carbs. I'll just take in the protein. Now, uh, has an optimized way, <clears throat> 32 grams of protein, three carbs- so I'll take a scoop and a half of that, which I, uh, two, two and a half scoops gives me 50, 50 grams of protein and whatever, five carbs, right? Now that's pretty protein heavy. The other way is I can go with the 50-50 combination, which gives me about 40 and 40. Dep- a lot of it depends how I feel. If my energy is good after a crushing workout, then a lot of times I'll just go with the, uh, the whey and forget the glycogen replenishment. Yeah. Other times, if I'm feeling a little, oh, man, I'm feeling a little dragged out. All right, let's get some carb. You know, and uh, both of them are very, very tasty alternatives to me. It's something I look forward to. I like the taste of them. Uh, they've got that down. I think I think that uh, a lot of the supplements today have both potency and
0: flavor. Didn't have that back in the day. No. no. What about, uh, can we apply all this to, like, you know, cardio sessions,
2: pre and
0: good question. Good question. Do you,
2: do you, do you smart bond after cardio gym? I don't know. No, No, it's not that
1: my appetite's not shut off either. Yeah. No, no. I could see if you were doing that aerodyne or you're doing that, uh, assault bike and you're in your, and you're anaerobic. Um, I could see treating that almost like a lifting session because you're going to get some muscle breakdown. Plus your appetite's not going to be there anyway, you know? I think you know
2: it's a different type of bodily stress. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it wouldn't hurt to do a a quick shot of you know a scoop or two of uh, just like pure uh, pure whey protein. You know something like that. I don't know,
2: man. I don't really think you're destroying it. Are you destroying any protein? Are you destroying any muscle when you're even if
0: you're sprinting or doing hills? I I don't know. I guess I'm asking. I guess it depends on what kind of if you're doing your hill sprints. And you're just busting ass going up those hills and you're doing that seven, eight rounds. Aren't your legs burning at the top?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd probably replenish after that. I don't know if I'm going to replenish after steady state. No. 40 minutes of kind of, you know, multitasking. I don't think I'm going to bother. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think they did show, that you know, you recover better if you have a protein shake before your cardio. But I don't really feel like doing that. I just want to get on the bike you know recover from what you recover better from that you know so if there's any muscle breakdown going on if there's ever if you're losing uh oh okay, okay. right, right. yeah i mean you know whatever it's
0: here and but there. you can't do that with fasted cardio i mean even if you were to have just plain pure whey protein right that wouldn't be fasted cardio well right. come on i guess it would because it's only five grams of carbs good lord how long does it take to burn through
2: that in other cool. words, if you, you, you wake up, you take a, uh, two and a half scoops of optimized whey protein, which mm-hmm. comes to 50 grams of protein and five grams of carbs. Yet you don't throw the baby out with a bath water. Take the 50 grams of protein and go, okay, I've got five more grams of carbs to burn through. It ain't no big deal. Yeah, okay.
1: They're also saying, you know, you're, you're going so long without protein. Why would you, you know, then you're going to go another hour and another hour without well, it. So I, I, you I,
2: clearly, and again, it's, you're you're not sitting down and having a stack of flapjacks with a side <laughs> of waffles and some toast and, you know, I mean, you know, with some gravy. No, no, no. Yeah, it's
0: just true. five grams of protein, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense. I mean, I wanted to ask because we've never talked about that before. We've always just said uh, fasted cardio, and Jim has said something about having coffee before, and and, and uh, that's about the the depth of this. I don't feel I I don't feel a burning desire to have to have a meal or a
2: food or anything before I do cardio right. I mean, to me but it's the just thing like, is
0: too the thing is too obviously it's
2: important to you jp it's important to get a meal in before cardio
0: well i i ask because the uh the fast <laughs> cardio is usually done first thing in the morning right yeah. and you've already you okay you've just got through a, a night of sleep which is six seven hours whatever so you haven't had any protein at that point you wake up now you're going to do cardio too for a half hour, an hour, with still no protein in in your system.
2: Oh, that sounds so sad. Okay, you can have some. <laughs> All right, Thank have you. some protein. I will. Better? You
0: know what? You know what?
1: I just
2: figured out. <laughs> I do.
1: I put in the protein. I put collagen protein in my in my coffee in the morning. So I guess it's not yeah. that good.
2: Is that good? Yeah. I don't even
1: know what that is. What's that, I like, don't know. Is that bone marrow? Mm, yeah, I guess so. Because it's like gelatin almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I used to do uh, whey protein in my coffee. Of course, it t- you know, oh, man, again, man. that tastes like hell. But you know, so you
1: can't taste this. This stuff is from the bulletproof guy. Can't taste yeah. it. it yeah.
0: Okay, I should try that.
1: Yeah, it's a good
0: good product. Bulletproof coffee. I've had that a few times. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's got that's co- what that's coffee and butter. No, well, I
1: just do the collagen and CBD in my coffee. So I take right, it,
2: but
0: but no all I'm right saying,
1: all right,
2: right. Whoa, whoa 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 let's not spin off into spin off into this okay this is not an advertisement for for bulletproof coffee i think if you go to joe rogan i think joe lights the guy up so yeah. i think there's some some jimmy do you know something about it i wasn't As, saying uh, that uh, it's
0: uh, effective or whatever but i just, I'm just i, I mean
2: it. we don't even need to get into it if it's because i think it's a part might be bogus what do you say jim
1: I think the idea of the coffee is, is decent if you're almost like a fasting, on a fasting phase, because it's basically eating butter and, and coffee and, it, and some protein, and it lasts you longer. It's just like having a high-fat
2: meal. Yeah, that doesn't uh, sound like anything.
0: No, I think it, where it could... Go ahead. I, I think it could... Jim, remember when you were doing your extreme dieting for bodybuilding, you had a show coming up, and you would have cap try and it would help you kind of smooth out your thinking a little bit. Yes. I think that's where it could help.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, it would, it would give your brain a little more uh, energy. Yeah. Well, also,
0: also, there's some, some, some good
2: thoughts out there on MCTs, medium chain triglycerides. No question. Never. That. I've always taken that. Captron. Uh, when, uh, when we eat uh, dietary, that's uh, long chain triglyceride fat, OK? And if it's organic and like a sun ray, you know, animal that's been raised in the sun and has vitamin D. If it's a a concentration camp animal, you know, like a chicken raised in, you know, a a house. They raise these chickens so they never even touch the ground and they never see sunlight. So it's a a chicken house. Oh, baby, you know what's going on. Don't tell us. Uh, So uh, yeah, it depends on the quality of your food. Uh, but may, medium chain triglycerides are having some really good preliminary Level. studies in terms of Thinking way
0: Marty, can you can you talk about the difference so people know the difference between long chain and medium chain and well you know, essentially uh, yeah, uh, long chain, and again,
2: I'm no scientist, so it's reflected knowledge, and I'm not going to debate a real scientist, but I've, I've written enough about it and been around enough about it that I can tell you what the, how the pros view it. Uh, long chain uh, triglycerides, it can be relatively easily converted to and from fat, right? Because that's the type of fat you have in your body. Right. You have On your body, you have fat storage depots guys have extra fat in their armpits and their obliques, women have it more in their glutes, you know what I mean? But we all have fat storage depots located around the body. Mm -hmm. If it's a long chain triglyceride, it's pretty easily, uh, you don't have to do a lot of converting to put it right into storage. Where if it's a carb, they got to convert it first and it has to go through the liver. Medium chain triglyceride is treated by the body like it's a carb not like it's a fat, not like it's an MCT, uh, like it's an LCT. So because of that, it has like a unique uh, molecular structure in it. Uh, it almost, it, uh, MCTs go to the head of the oxidation line, like booze, uh, no matter what you have in your body. If you drink alcohol, the alcohol goes immediately to the front of the line in, as to what's to be burned. And nothing else is going to get burned until the booze gets burned off or the MCTs get burned off. Just a quirky thing about them. So that's good because it means that MCTs are, you know, unless you're grossly overeating, they're not really going to be able to be converted into body fat. It's hard to be converted into body fat. So it has the caloric density of fat, nine calories per gram, but it's treated like it's a four calorie per gram carb or protein. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good deal if, if both. If you're looking to add lean muscle mass, the guys are augmenting with supplemental MCT at a hundred calories per tablespoon. They're like drizzled over their meal or, yep. you know, or cook with it. It's a, it's a cooking agent. It can be used like uh, olive oil yeah. uh, or if they're, if they're, cutting or leaning out and jim can speak to this um, toward the end you got kind of to get rid of your starch you've got to get rid of your starch carbs to get that hard look because yep. starch attracts water so when you lose the starch if you if you eliminate the starch carbs all together and don't replace with some kind of new calories you're going to lose some muscle so what Perillo started doing is, as the guys were pulling the starch out, he was adding back MCT calories, and it worked really well. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys. Who won Mister Olympias using that strategy. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah.
0: Plus, it's a good clean fuel, right? You get it. I mean, you're, uh, yeah, it's so jet, depl- jet fuel. Yeah, yeah, you're depleting your carbs, so this this acts as a carb replacement. Now you have to be a little
2: careful with it because it 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 reacts funny in a human stomach. Yeah, 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 if you yeah, do you gotta, too
0: much, got to adapt Start to slow, yeah, start
2: slow, slow and light.
0: Um, but I, I think it's a very valid supplement. John told me the record. There's a guy that's got the record for this, so he's taking ten tablespoons a meal. Oh god, yeah, I remember him. I got that. up to, t- I got up to like two, and I was getting stomach cramps and so. You got to start really why? slow. Yeah, why? Why you? Why to get used to it. Why? <laughs> You know what? You know what? It just, you, I I should have stayed with one a lot longer. They say that about every three or four days, I think it is jump up another tablespoon per meal. Why? 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 Why?
2: Why? No, because
0: you, oh, just one. No, because the, the idea is you want to gradually kind of build up. If you want to build, add to your calories, your caloric intake. Why do you want to add to your, why do you want to add to your caloric intake? Because I was cutting out carbs.
2: Oh, so you're now, so you're going the other way. So you're using it as a lean out supplement.
0: Yeah, beautiful. There you go. There you go. Now I. Yeah, which is a very good tool, but that's that's a a tip that you have to follow. You don't have a choice. Start out with one tablespoon for at least a week per meal. Just stay there for a while. It's okay.
2: You you get leaned out sooner enough. Yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, because you will have issues
2: yeah so anyway so mcts we like that <clears throat> uh i think we pretty well it out
0: guys yeah all good. right good stuff great info man we're going to uh okay so next week we're going to release an article it's called the alone diet <laughs> so and i think we're going to talk about that on the, the podcast uh, yeah next, yeah let's do so it we'll get into that that's uh that's a lot more good information on Dieting, getting ripped. Absolutely. Positively. How to get ripped.
2: Period. 100%. Everybody. 100%. 100% 100 success (laughs) rate.
0: Double-blind study. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That'll be good. All right. uh, Check out Marty's weekly column, Raw with Marty Gallagher, at ironcompany.com. Visit Iron Company. Don't
2: forget my Instagram. What is it, Yeah. The
0: Marty Marty Gallagher. Gallagher. All right. Thank you. That's his Instagram. Jim, what's yours?
1: Uh,
0: JM Steel 74. JM Steel 74. And the Iron Company Instagram is ironcompany.com and dot is D O T and then COM, ironcompany.com. So check us out there if you're in need of any uh, gym equipment such as weight plates, rubber flooring, bars. How's the new plate sales going? Squat racks. Uh great. Everybody loves them, man. We've got those American-made deep dish old style uh Olympic plates. Every time you take um,
2: their- <clears throat> do, do you know how exactly? Could you tell me precisely how wide the old York plates were when they were fat? I mean, were they like the, three the f- three three point two seven three inches or something?
0: Yeah, the the flange, I don't have those, but they were uh yeah, very deep and uh, what that allowed you to do, too, is easily grip the plate and load them on and, and take them off of the machines. I think um, it was like three inches. Um,
2: <clears throat> Richard Soren was able to grip two of those face out together through 90 pounds. <clears throat> so with the fat plates, imagine two of your fat plates, yeah. Yeah. Turn, turn them smooth side out, and then yeah. he was able to pick it up with one hand and hold it there. Right? Captain Crush, man. He was the first captain to crush. Yeah. And then also, also the, hub, the hub hold where you pick up a 45 by the hub itself. Yeah. Right? It's laying flat on the floor and you're able to pick it up.
0: Well, that's uh, pretty crazy because our plates, I'm looking for the specs on them right now. Here's the specs. Okay. So our width of the plate is on a 45 is uh, looks like what an inch and a half uh, by 17 and three quarters. So figure he's got like, you know, three, that's about three or four inches wide. And he's got two plates that he's got a grip on and he's got to keep them from slipping and sliding out of his hand. Oh yeah. That's right. That's that. Yeah. With, a, with, so an, iron, iron, with an, an iron grip. have a pretty get, good grip. Don't ever get okay. strangled by that guy. Yeah. yeah. We've got uh, we've got hundred pounders too, which are great for putting on the nice. leg press and just I'm leaving them fun. there. Oh, my God. All right, so we got that. And then – Now, those you should have – No, no, never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) We've got uh, new Jim Steele articles, and we've got one coming What's 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 it on?
1: Top 10. What's it? 10 10 tips for successful dieting.
2: Oh, good. Good, 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 good. Why don't we weave that that into the next week thing? Yeah, we can do that. Because it's really kind of the same – I, I got a feeling it's going to be very close, very
0: similar. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll good. see how uh we'll see that no, we'll no, 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 the theories to, differ.
2: Jim, did, yeah. would you agree?
1: Um, I think it's more of a slow approach than the
2: crash gate. Yeah, mine is crash, yeah. bang, we're gonna do it in two and a half months. I'm trying to get okay, a, cool.
1: The buy-in, and then I'm sort of explaining how the, you get them, get people to buy in and then yeah. continue doing it.
0: well you're more of a realistic approach a baby step approach (laughs) marty's just like a train wreck dive right in like you wussy stop eating do it or you're a wuss or get the hell out of his face right yeah
2: that's the company i keep
1: oh i'm reading an interesting book i'm getting this in i don't care Uh, bushwhacked it's a diary Uh, of one of the missouri bushwhackers right after the civil war interesting you know they rode with Bill Quantrill and those guys. Oh, those were yeah, bad. Man. Those were bad guerrilla oh, murder murderers. Them, man. They, oh,
2: they deserve to die. They got. They well, you got. got to,
1: you have to know the history. You know, it's not. There's two sides to every story.
2: Uh-huh, here we go. Most
1: of those guys. You saw Outlaw Josie Wales, right? Where they killed the Quantrill's like Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of that. There was a
2: lot of that <laughs> going on by Well, why don't you
0: finish it and, and make- tell us? Give us a good review uh, next week.
2: You don't want that. You don't want through? that.
0: No, but I'll finish it. You
2: again. don't want that. That will destroy our listenership. No, this no. This no.
0: is uh, the little. Remember, I said you're on the freeway 80 miles an hour and you jerk the steering wheel to the right as hard as you can? <laughs> Listen, That's I've got a lot of emails
1: mix. about the book recommendations. <laughs> so,
2: I'm telling you. All right. All right. What
0: do I. Right, right, let's go back. Well, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. How about one, one quick thing, though? What uh, about right. uh, online training? I mean, uh, oh, yeah. I heard from somebody, you guys are looking for more work, you know, virtual I, training on Zoom or however you guys do it.
2: Yeah, and again, the whole thing is that it is a brand new era. Uh, I am doing live coaching with dudes in England. It's crazy. And it is as if I am right there and we're doing it in real time. And yeah, uh, now i don't say for the entire workout but we will talk when they get Get to a particular top set check out their techniques yeah fantastic again it's a whole new era they're able to video their top set efforts send them to me we talk every week and it's just it's a lead pipe cinch assuming that they get on board with the program if you're serious about change and if you're motivated most certainly could make it happen that is just not hard yeah.
0: well and there's no guessing with you guys anybody yeah. that hires either of you guys they are getting results guaranteed <clears throat> if they stick to the program and if they follow your advice and do all that there's there's no doubt about it Always so it's a good sure investment that. yes so anybody wanting to uh get in on some of that make some serious gains and uh strength and, and muscle gains email marty at ironcompany.com or jim at ironcompany.com and uh and they'll get you started they'll get you set up so that's it guys all right good, man. good job all right talk next good week. one i appreciate it talk to you next time Roger